Well, good morning. Thank you for joining us this morning as we continue together in our time in James. It's good to be with you. Hope you're enjoying these reflections. I know that I really have enjoyed it. I've heard from several of you through text message or emails about how much you've enjoyed some of these readings. So um, thanks for thanks for taking some time to uh, unpack James with us. So today we're going to pick up in James chapter 2. We'll be in James 2. I will we'll be doing verses 1 through um, 13. James 2, 1 through 13. For James write the, writes these words. My brothers and sisters, do you believe with your acts of favoritism? Do you with your acts of favoritism really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? Uh, that's good stuff. For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, if a poor, poor, poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, have a seat here, please. While the other who is poor, you say, stand there, or sit at my feet. Have you not made distinctions among yourselves, and become judges with evil faults? Listen, my beloved brothers and sisters. Has not, has, God, has not God chosen the poor in the world to be rich in faith, and to be heirs to the kingdom that he has promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who oppress you? Is it not the, they who drag you into court? Is it not they who blaspheme the excellent name that was invoked over you? You do well if you've Really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. For the one who said, you shall not commit adultery, also said, you shall not murder. Now, if you do not commit adultery, but if you do murder, you become a transgressor to the law. So speak and so act as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. For judgment... For, for judgment will be without mercy to anyone who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Once again, y'all, some really good stuff here. I like how he starts off. He says, uh, my brothers and sisters, do you with your acts of favoritism really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? <laughs> I, love, I, love, I think that may be a verse that I've internalized and I don't didn't realize it until just now reading this because... If you've heard me preach, either in, in worship at St. Matthew's or particularly at a revival, uh, one of the things I'll do sometimes is I'll hold up the Bible and I'll say, you know, y'all, I got a problem. I believe this stuff. Like, I, I, I believe what this book tells us. And so within that, that means I take it seriously. And here's the, here's the hard part about taking the Bible seriously, y'all. That means I got to take seriously the stuff that I don't really like or the stuff that may unsettle me. Like, so for instance... Verse 8, you do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to Scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Do we really worry about keeping that law? I mean, do we? We worry about keeping other laws in the Bible and other commands in Scripture that we spend a lot of time worrying about. Are we okay breaking this law? Or are we fine as Christians and as believers breaking the law that was just given to us? Where Paul says, do you really, I'm not Paul, I'm Paul. I'm thinking about Paul and James all the time. Where James says, do you really believe do you really, do you do with your acts of patriotism, do you really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? Do you really believe this? 
And that's a question. Well, I think that's a question we have to ask ourselves. That's something we have to ponder. Something we have to think about. Do we really believe what we say we believe? Do we really believe the commands of God? Do we really believe what God has instructed us to do? Because he says, he asks, do you believe in Jesus? Well, he makes no distinctions, yet we make distinctions. In James, he's speaking specifically here about issues of wealth, poverty and wealth. How you exalt the wealthy and you put down the poor in your midst. And if you do that, you're showing partiality, which Jesus has commanded us not to do. And then he says... You do well if you really fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture. In other words, to love your neighbor's stuff. And he says, if you break one part of the law, you're a lawbreaker. So maybe you don't commit adultery. Great. But if you murder, well, then you've broken the law. Just because you, just because you didn't break all, just because you kept all of them but one, you're still a lawbreaker, right? If you still, still break that part of the law, you've broken the law. So do we really think about that? Whether the law of love... You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to Scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. But if you show partiality, you commit sin. You are convicted by the law as transgressors. Do we really believe that? I mean, do we really believe that if we don't love our neighbor, that we've committed transgression? That we've committed grievous sin? We've broken the command of God. He doesn't just call this any command in Scripture. He calls it the royal command. To love our neighbor. I've heard some teaching on the Ten Commandments, and it says that we're okay being rule breakers when it comes to the Sabbath and not taking Sabbath. We're okay breaking that one sometimes. We're sometimes okay breaking the royal law, aren't we? There's just some folk we don't want to love or some neighbors we don't like or, you know? But if we break one part of the law, then we're transgressors. We've committed sin. And then he says here in the end, for judgment will be without mercy to anyone who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over the judgment. That's a that's a powerful phrase. I think of something Dr. Nick, one of my favorite professors, used to always say in seminary. It stuck with me throughout all these years. Dr. Nick said, let us be very careful crying out for God's judgment. Because if the sovereign God of heaven comes with his sword unfurled, the sovereign God of heaven comes in judgment. The sovereign God of heaven comes to judge all people. None of us will be stand will be found standing because all of us will be found imperfect. All of us will be found unworthy if God comes in complete and total judgment. None of us will be able to stand against the judgment of God. Dr. Nick says, that's why we as Christians should always cry for mercy, not for judgment. But sometimes I want grace for me, but not for thee. I often want grace and mercy for my sins, but I'm fine with you receiving judgment for yours.
And we can't live like that, can we, y'all? We can't live like that. If I want mercy for my sins, and I want mercy for my brokenness, and I want mercy for where I've fallen, then shouldn't I want mercy for you? If I want grace for me, shouldn't I want grace for you? If I want forgiveness for me, shouldn't I want forgiveness for you? So he's talking here about partiality, how we are always tempted to show partiality. He says we can't do that. We can't do that. We have to love our neighbor to love ourselves. So as he said here, this is how we keep the royal law. You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. That's a, it's a great command for us to try to live into today, y'all. So of all the laws today and all the commands of God that we attempt to keep and that we want to keep, all the commands of God that we truly want to live out and make sure that we follow and obey today, according to James right now, only one's called the royal law, the royal command, and that's to love our neighbor. So, y'all, let's work on avoiding sin today. Let's resist temptation. And let's do our best with the grace of God to keep the commands and the ordinances of God. According to James, the first one we should start with, the main one we should focus on, is to love. To love our neighbor. And if we love our neighbor, if we love our neighbor in that way, if we live out the gospel by loving our neighbor, that will make Jesus attractive to a world in desperate need of our Savior. Because when we love them, when we love the world radically, gracefully, powerfully, that points others to Jesus. So today, let's keep the royal law. Let's love our neighbor. And we love our neighbor, we point them to Jesus. Then all the world can come to know him as Savior. Thanks for being with us today as we uh, spend some time in James. Now, I hope you have a wonderful day. Let's work on keeping that royal law. Let's have a great rest of our day. See you in the morning. Thanks for being part of this.